Welcome to the Outcomes Rocket Podcast, where we inspire collaborative thinking, improved outcomes, and business success with today's most successful and inspiring healthcare leaders and influencers. And now your host, Saul Marquez. All right, Outcomes Rocket listeners, welcome back once again to the Outcomes Rocket, where we chat with today's most successful and inspiring healthcare leaders. Really want to thank you for tuning in again, and I invite you to go to outcomesrocket.com slash reviews, where you could rate and review what you thought about today's show. Without further ado, I want to introduce an outstanding guest. His name is Mike Baselli. He's community builder, health tech entrepreneur, international speaker, and he's also the president at Catalyst HTI. They are opening in the first quarter of 2018. Catalyst HTI will be an industry integrator, real estate development that will bring together relevant stakeholders from across the healthcare industry to accelerate the industry's current reimagining. Mike's done so many amazing things in healthcare, but what I want to do is open up the mic for him to fill in the gaps, tell you a little bit more about his healthcare history, and uh, just want to welcome you to the show, Mike. Well, first of all, it's great to be here. Thanks for the opportunity to uh, spend time with you and more importantly, your, your listeners. Hey, thanks a lot, Mike. So what is it that got you interested in healthcare to begin with? Great question. So after uh, I uh, played football and studied at Stanford University and uh, after hanging up the cleats in the early 2000s, right during the middle of a dot-com bust, yeah. uh, there were no tech jobs in the Bay Area and my phone rings and it was a recruiter, a recruiter for the medical device industry. And that is uh, exactly how I first broke in and uh, worked with companies like Nuvasive and, and Synthes that was acquired by Johnson & Johnson and others for the first 10 years. And then uh, when the Affordable Care Act came online in 2011, that's when I jumped off the entrepreneurial cliff. My co-founder and I at the time uh, saw an opportunity to reduce the uh, spend on uh, implant technologies by directly connecting procurement managers at surgery centers with device companies that wanted to remove the sales rep when he or she was not offering any clinical value to the facility, to the provider, and most importantly, the patient. As you can imagine, we'd uh, really agitated some of the large device companies out there. So as a startup, we were doing our job. That's awesome. So that's how I first got in and then uh, and eventually uh, ended up selling that platform to a private equity group in uh, Southern California. And then after that is when uh, this whole idea around Catalyst was hatched, which we can get into uh, here uh, with the interview. Yeah, definitely want to hear more about that. And uh, when you're doing right things, that you're agitating people, especially <laughs> in a, a field like healthcare. So what do you think, Mike, a hot topic that should be on every medical leader's agenda today? And how are you guys addressing that? Well, one of the hot topics is whether you like it or not, uh, as a healthcare executive, innovation is here. The genie has been let out of the bottle and she is not going back in. These innovators, these disruptors, these startups, they're piling up at the proverbial gate at healthcare and that gate is going to be blown open here very soon. There is a tidal wave out there coming to shore and uh, the established healthcare industry better be ready for it. And so I get very excited about that, uh, working with health tech entrepreneurs and innovators across the world, knowing that we just give those folks some opportunity to think of artificial intelligence, natural language pro 
processing, blockchain, chatbots, wearable tech, IoT, and the list goes on and on and on. I believe those types of technologies can come in and truly upend and make our industry better. But of course, we also need the established side of the industry. We need the payers, the providers, and most importantly, the clinicians that are on the front lines with our patients. We need to start working together to start pushing this industry forward. So I'm kind of take, tackling it on both sides, letting the established industry know, be ready, but then also giving as much opportunity as I can to these innovators across the globe to come into this industry and help us push forward together. I think that's really great, Mike. And, you know, one of the things that comes to mind, you know, innovation's definitely here to stay. And a lot of times you'll see companies just innovating to innovate, right? Without really kind of following a pathway to providing value. What advice would you give to a startup looking to create something meaningful, but also stay in business? Yep. Two things. Uh, be ready for the long sales cycle in healthcare. That's the first one. So you better have a long runway in front of you as a startup. So raise more capital than you probably ever thought you would need. And then second, and maybe even more important, do not build in a vacuum. I've seen it time and time again with a lot of startups out there that they build in a vacuum. They uh, assume that the marketplace needs or, uh, their idea and their technology. And sometimes that's the furthest from the truth, right? And so that's why we need to have our startups and our, and our technologists closely coupled with payers, providers, clinicians, frontline staff, even the patients themselves. And so that actually is what I'm really passionate about now and what I'm devoting my efforts to with our Catalyst Project here in Denver is to knock those silos down and make sure that we can give an opportunity for these entrepreneurs and these disruptors truly an opportunity to come in and help reimagine this industry. I think that's really great, you know, and uh, Mike, one of the things that we're very passionate about at Outcomes Rocket is definitely that same thing, knocking silos down because too much of healthcare happens in silos. And the fact that you're doing this in a physical space is really invigorating and I'm pumped. I don't know, when is your, when is your opening? Yeah, well, uh, it's in May of 2018, okay. um, but, uh, you know, it, it's an exciting project. I think it's, a, I truly think it may, it may be a first in kind. This is not an accelerator for healthcare. We have several accelerators on campus. This is not an incubator for healthcare. We have several of those as well. And this is not a co-working space like a WeWork or some of these co-working spaces that we huh. see around the nation. That's just our fourth floor of seven. What I call this is an industry integrator, bringing Fortune 100 all the way down to a woman with an idea on a napkin and everything in between under the same roof at the point of innovation to reimagine this industry together. Some examples include we have Kaiser Permanente delivering care on the first floor with the provider, with the entrepreneur, and most importantly, with the patient involved. We have American Diabetes Association opening up an innovation lab on campus. We have 50 plus startups already signed up. I mean, I, the list goes on and on and on. Your listeners can head over to catalysthealthtech.com to, to see more of the community roster. We're announcing uh, organization after organization weekly right now. One of our most recent ones, Delta Dental, opening up a 2,000 square foot innovation lab. Why is that important? We now start bringing our entrepreneurs into their innovation lab to work with these dentists, to work with these leaders inside of Delta Dental. That's how we start pushing health and care forward. I love it. And I like that you made a distinction between health and care because there's definitely a big difference. And this is kind of like taking a, a slice out of uh, what providers do, the providers that have their own venture fund within them, they really just have that piece where they could pressure test their ideas, but even in a bigger way, because you're taking a slice of the entire industry, not just one segment of it. 
Yeah, well, and that's and that's the point, right? This is a massive industry. It touches all of us, and it touches in all kinds of different uh, angles and different uh, viewpoints. And so that's the point with Catalyst, right? I firmly believe we're not just going to hang somebody's logo. Absolutely not. I don't want your logo. I don't want your sponsorship dollars. What I do want is I want your personnel on that campus every single day interacting with our startups or our startups interacting with, say, senior uh, executives at Hitachi. Hitachi Global Number 79 will be on the third floor one floor below our 50 plus startups. Think about those interactions every single day. So we're not just hanging logos on this campus. We're actually bringing Mindshare in there every single day. We anticipate uh, when we do open that on any given day, there'll be six to 700 people working on this campus with one singular goal in mind, reimagining healthcare by doing it together. Yeah, I think that's so awesome, man. It's definitely uh, inspiring work that you guys are up to over there. What would you say a time Mike, when things weren't going your way, what happened? What pearls did you get out of it to get you to where you're at right now? Well, it happens uh, as entrepreneurs. It happens all the time. If you're an entrepreneur, you better be ready to hear uh, no more than you hear yes. If I stopped my thousandth no for this campus, we wouldn't have a campus, right? And, uh, you know, by the time we open this thing, it'll be over four years of an entrepreneurial journey to get this campus open, right? And I think that's what our entrepreneurs have to understand. You have to be relentless. You cannot take no for an answer. You have to pull yourself off the mat every single day. It is tough being an entrepreneur. It is tough launching a brand new idea and a brand new startup from thin air. The odds are against you, but you surround yourself with good people. As they always say, I I don't want to be the smartest guy in the room, right? I want to surround myself with other leaders that can push me, challenge me and make me better. So, you know, that's what I try to instill in other startups and other founders is do exactly that. Get yourself a good community around you of leaders to help you, uh, you know, continue to push your journey forward as an entrepreneur. But honestly, it's all about being relentless. It's all about taking no for an answer or not taking no for an answer and just keep pushing through. That's where I see success with, with entrepreneurs and startups. They may not have the best idea. And you know, as we know as startups, we're always pivoting and, and, and look how, how to find market fit for our idea. It's the ones that get up off the mat every single morning and keep pushing and keep pushing forward. I think that's uh, some great words of wisdom, Mike. And if you're a startup listening to this, dig deep within yourself and ask yourself, do I have what it takes? Is my vision strong enough? Is my goal clear enough? And am I, am I going to push forward to make sure that I see it through? Some of the best people in the industry have done it. I'm kind of in the process right now of reading uh, Ray Dalio's book, Principles. I was just really inspired. A finance guy, not related to healthcare, but wow, his story is just unbelievable. I just ordered that book. Is it, Did you? Is, is it, is it worth it? It's worth it, man. You're going to enjoy right. it. You're going to enjoy it. I'm excited to get that. Yeah, I'm about halfway through. It's even a guy like that. I had to endure the challenges, like you said, Mike, of the ups and the downs. And the downs could be very trying. So startups, make sure you heed Mike's advice. Don't give up. Get off that mat and keep going. So Mike, what would you say one of your proudest leadership moments in healthcare to date have been? Oh, man. First and foremost, bringing this vision of Catalyst uh, to fruition in, in Denver. You know, this is a 180,000 square foot city block uh, campus, right? Yes. This, is, this is no small feat. And more importantly, I think what I'm humbled by is to see all of the stakeholders wanting to rally around this campus and be a part of it, right? We're talking Kaiser, third largest health system in the nation. 
We're talking Medical Group Management Association, a 90-year-old association representing over 440,000 providers, over 45,000 administrators, opening up a five-plus thousand square foot innovation lab. You know, what does that say back to this industry at large? To me, it's telling me that the established side of, of healthcare is waking up to the notion that, yes, innovation is possible. Yes, there's opportunity for disruption. But more importantly, yes, we want to be a part of that journey. And so I think that's what I get most excited by that, you know, I get to go around the country and tell this story about reimagining healthcare by doing it together. I firmly believe we need to knock these silos down and I'm watching it happen in real time right here in Denver, Colorado. I'm already watching the partnerships come together with the stakeholders and the, and the uh, tenants that will be calling Catalyst home when we open in May. I cannot wait to see what happens once we actually open the doors and the campuses up and operational. So that's what I get most excited about and humbled. I'm, I'm thrilled to be able to help push this industry forward, kind of be that voice that, you know what, we can do this. I know we can. Let's do it together. That's what gets me most excited. That's so great, Mike. And thanks for sharing that. I could definitely hear and feel your passion about this project and, and what it could be. If you had to fast forward 20 years from now, what has happened because of what you guys have contributed? Well, and again, uh, you know, this is definitely a we, right? This is all of us involved. And that is, yes. uh, I always say, this industry touches all of us in this country. Even if, you know, even if you're a lay person, you're a patient. But fast forward 20 years from now, we have finally put the patient in the center of everything. The patient is the consumer. We rally around that consumer in everything that we do. And that experience for that consumer is world-class and that we are actually getting value out of being in this system, right? We have got to we have got to get away from this fee for service environment. It is absolutely bankrupting our country. We have got to get to value based care as fast as we can. And I think once we do that, and again, we put the patient in the center of care and turn it into this consumerism type thought process. I believe that a revolution will be created, and we will see massive movement in, in getting our industry back to, to a state of health again. Love it. I think it's a great vision and definitely one worthy of backing. So, Mike, this is a, a, the fun part of the show. We're going to do a small lightning round. We're going to build a syllabus for the listeners. Let's do it. Four questions, lightning round, followed by a book that you recommend for them. You ready? You got it. All right. What's the best way to improve healthcare outcomes? Best way to improve healthcare outcomes, price transparency, and unlocking the data, right? We got to be able to uh, have systems talk to each other and, and make data actionable. What's the biggest mistake or pitfall to avoid? Giving up too early. How do you stay relevant as an organization despite constant change? Surround yourself with people that are smarter than you, right? Understanding we all have blind spots and surround yourself with folks that can help pull those off. Love it. What is one area of focus that should drive everything else in your organization? consistency. Be consistent with your clients. Be consistent with your message. Be consistent with your character, right? If you want to win, you have to be consistent in what you say and what you do. Consistency is key. And finally, Mike, what book would you recommend to the listeners? 100%. I, I always recommend this book. It's absolutely opened my eyes. Steve Case's book, founder of AOL, Third Wave. You want to understand why I'm building this campus? The next big wave of business, according to Steve, and I couldn't agree more, is partnerships and collaboration. He maps it out in that book. Matter of fact, he actually calls Denver, Colorado out in that book specifically. Really? So I look back and, and, and look at the campus that I'm building and people called me crazy for doing it years ago. There's no doubt in my mind that this is the new wave of business is that we're going to do things together, not just healthcare, but just business in general, partnerships and collaboration. Those are the new realities. 
read Steve Case's book. It's an eye-opener on these are the new trends. Boom. There you have it, listeners. You have the book and you have these amazing tips on your syllabus. So don't worry about writing them down. Just go to outcomesrocket.com slash Bicelli. That's B as in boy, I-S-E-L-L-I. You're going to be able to find our show notes, links to the book, links to the exciting projects that Mike is working on. And as soon as this interview is over, I will be picking that book up. Sounds amazing. And so Mike, appreciate that. And before we conclude, I just want to ask you to share a closing thought for the listeners and then the best place where they could follow you or reach out to you? Yeah, you know, let's start with the best place to connect. Uh, always love connecting with other uh, like-minded folks. They can find me at uh, very easily at MikeBaselli.com. Very active on Twitter as well. Just ha- uh, my handle at MikeBaselli. Also, of course, uh, heading over to the Catalyst site at CatalystHealthTech.com. Feel free, hit me up. Let me know what we can be doing and one sentiment to leave with the listeners. And I always share this uh, and it, it's what drives me. If you're passionate about reimagining healthcare, you have a seat at our table. Love it, listeners. Take that and make sure that you use that invitation if you are serious about changing healthcare. So Mike, couldn't be more pleased with just you having taken the time to, to spend with us. And I uh, just want to say thank you on behalf of the listeners and, uh, and Outcomes Rocket. Thanks so much. It's a pleasure being here today. I look forward to a further engagement and looking forward to a hearing from your listeners. Thanks again. Thanks for listening to the Outcomes Rocket podcast. Be sure to visit us on the web at www.outcomesrocket.com for the show notes, resources, inspiration, and so much more.